Welcome back to Fitness Unplugged, After Hours FAQs, answering client questions from the week. I'm Adam Jacobson from Uberfit. I'm Danielle DeRochick with Black Diamond Strength. Adam's going first today. So it's actually to be in all transparency, this is kind of a question that I asked myself um, because I had noticed I said it to a couple of clients within the last week and uh, it was just one of those excuses of, it was a passing comment and it was, you know, yeah, it just gets harder as you get older, your metabolism slows down. So I started to think, it's like, you should always, like, not just say that in passing. You should actually, mm -hmm. like, is that actually true? Follow it up with some data. Yeah. So, thought about it. I did a little bit of research. I didn't cite any sources. I don't look in the show notes. They won't be there. But, uh, so, the question was, does your metabolism actually slow down uh, as you age? And it would, so, and I think the answer is, like, kind of. Um, and I'll give more detail. But, so... Apparently, I guess the way the way that I understand it to be most clear is that basically your metabolism um, reaches kind of like a set point when you get to 20. Like your metabolism is very mess, like inconsistent and rapid as you're a child because you're growing. You're like you're growing tissue. It's very energetically demanding and you, it is, until you get to 20. And then so from 20 to 60, roughly about 60, your metabolism doesn't change. What changes is the amount of fat-free mass you have. So there's a direct correlation between the amount of fat-free mass that you have and your metabolism. So long story short, fat-free mass, the only thing that you can really control about that is how much muscle mass you have. Mm -hmm. So there's a direct correlation between the amount of muscle and the, and the rate of your metabolism until 60. Um, and that's just not, and that's just your base, to be clear, that's just your basal metabolic rate. When people talk about metabolism, they're usually talking about total calorie expenditure, mm -hmm. which would include not just your basal metabolic rate, um, which is just what you burn at rest, but also, you know, your physical activity, you know, the thermic effect of food, um, all those other things. But, but basically, like, yes, at 60, things start to slow down independent of muscle content. But up until 60, apparently, really, like, the data will show... From 20 to 60, there's not a there's not a uh, statistically significant decrease in your metabolism. The problem, uh, why people typically gain more weight, is usually as you get older, you get more sedentary because mm -hmm. it hurts to do stuff more. Like your joints still age. Like there's like fatigue. You move less. Yeah. And not only do you burn less calories because you move less, but you actually start to lose muscle because you're doing less over time and then that starts to compound yes so yes you're more likely to gain weight with age if that's your yeah. question that's definitely true but blaming your metabolism for it is like uh like ramming your car into a telephone pole and being mad and then being like you're instead of being mad that you drove shitty crappy damn, uh <laughs> you're like why is that telephone pole there yeah exactly. it's, it's, it's misplaced uh attention you're yeah, just, yeah or, you're... or you're attributing it to the wrong to the wrong problem exactly so yes you're more likely to gain weight as you age but it's not because your metabolism just decreases over time by default yeah it's because typically the things that you do as you get older don't contribute to a good metabolism mm -hmm. a good healthy metabolism because you move less things hurt you have other responsibilities you know when you're a kid you run around and play all day you're burning yeah. cow you know like so so I guess kind of the answer is no, it doesn't yeah. decrease. 
Yeah, mm. the metabolism isn't going to change. It's like exactly what you said, and, and this is something I literally have just experienced. Like the last six to seven months of my life, mm. I, I went from moving and walking yeah. so much every single day to hardly moving because I couldn't yeah. and <laughs> literally just could not move. Yeah. And so now I'm at that I was at that six month mark back in like November, December, and I noticed a, a weight increase. Like my weight increased because I just oh. couldn't move nearly as much as I was yeah. the previous six months. And so I, I just finally, like now that my foot's healed, I'm yeah. moving and walking and getting back to my normal activity and noticing weights going down. But my t metabolism had nothing to do with it. Yeah. It was the calories in, calories out expenditure. And yeah. but you get you moved less, so you burned less calories. You definitely atrophied muscle. Yeah. So you burned less calories because of that. Mm -hmm. But and yeah, I, your base metabolism and hormone profile and things like that likely yeah. were consistent. Consistent. Yeah. I mean, I still ate the same things. Yeah. I still was mindful of the same amount of protein and, and all of that. But just the the lack of physical activity. Net net. Yeah, I mean, I was still exercising. Don't get me wrong. I still went to the gym, and got my workout in. Sure. But just the overall steps per day or movement per day was completely yeah. cut down to almost nothing. And yeah. yeah. So yeah. If that I mean, if you speed like that was a like a speed up version in six months compared to what we're gonna notice between mm -hmm. twenty and sixty years yeah. of age. So it should be like encouraged. So I think you could take this information two ways. Like if you're a person that likes an excuse or is prone to looking for excuses, you would say like ah that's BS. Like yeah. if everyone agrees that it, your metabolism slows down. You could take that, like it, mm -hmm. I mean, because that's conventional wisdom. Like if you said, if you ask somebody in the street, "Does your metabolism slow down with age?" I mean, ninety-nine out of a hundred probably would say yes, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but it also could be encouraging because now you have, um, you know, you you don't you don't have anything really holding you back. Like you can look at that as like it's hard to work really hard if you know you're outcome is uh, gonna be uh, unlikely to succeed mm -hmm. and like if you're 50 and you're like not in good shape and you're like yeah it's too late for me it's not it's, really it's not at all it's really not um, it, you, so you could take that as motivation I think about I've I mean the age of person that works with a trainer like a lot of mm -hmm. us have that you know 40 50 even yeah. 60 year old but if you're like let's say you're like 55 we have a lot of people in that age range. Well, we yeah, work with. that's probably the median age of people we see. Like, I would look at it as like, well, I've got five years to like, what's the best shape I can get in before the deterioration starts to become out of my hands? Yeah. So I would use that as like a catalyst to be like, well, I've got like a five-year project to work on yeah. if I'm fifty-five. Time you know? to start now. Or if you're thirty, you got like thirty years to get in as good a shape yeah. as you can. Yep. Tick tock. Exactly. So uh, that's actually a good kind of lead way into what my question was. And this wasn't a client. This was just a question from someone I met just out, out and about chit-chatting this week was how do I even start strength training? Oof. Like if I'm not going to work with a personal trainer and I just want to go to the gym, which everyone is looking into right now, right? How do, how do I even start? So the yeah. one thing that... Um, like a lot of people on social media are posting all these funky moves and what, like you don't have to do that. If you, no. machines are great. If that's what's gonna help you get started, if you're a little older and you're unsure of how to move your body, use a machine. 
like they're they're great they're there to help you they're there to guide your muscles through the range of motion they need to be in don't be afraid of it you can still get progressive overload by moving the weight every single week and if it's going to get you there to to work out and you're going to start strength training that way do it the other thing i would recommend is making sure to go through all of the ranges um, of motion all of the movements you need to get through like a squat a hinge a push a pull a rotation um, don't only do pushes don't only do pulls like you know if you're going to do your chest make sure you do your back yeah. you know like throughout the week obviously yeah. so just don't stick with one movement pattern make sure you're going through all of those yeah. um, and if eventually you feel comfortable enough to move from your machines to light dumbbells I highly recommend it but don't think that you have to go into the gym day one and pick up the barbell <laughs> you don't walk in and bench no. yeah that, I mean, if, if, you're, if you're truly a beginner and you don't know where to begin, go to the gym, get, at least get the movement patterns down. At least start somewhere with some type of resistance, even if it's a resistance band. Um, they're yeah. harder to figure out sometimes where to put them <laughs> and how to move them. But can be dangerous. Yeah, don't be afraid of the machines. Yeah. They're, they're a great tool to help people, and I think that we sometimes get intimidated by what we see online and what people are doing in the gym and we, we don't go to the machine right away. We think we have to do it with dumbbells or a barbell yeah. when I think machines are a great tool for that. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I would say also, because we've worked at gyms and I just think about the onboarding process of going into a gym, onboarding, um, most places will give you that like, hey, one free you know session with a training yeah. thing. So. In most cases, like I think everybody knows by now that these are typically a sales pitch opportunity across the board, pick your yeah. gym. Uh, and that's fine, whatever, it's not disingenuous, uh, but if you tell them up front, like, look, I'm not buying anything, mm -hmm. can you just show me you know, what would be like one good workout? Yeah. Most trainers will be like, all right, cool. Like, because they don't want to waste the time to like try and sell you if you're not yeah. interested. And typically people become trainers because they like to, you know, educate or, you know, do that anyway. So, like, that would actually be a really good thing to utilize. Yeah. That's what it should be for. And it would be nice if that's the way a business is a business is and you have to make money. Exactly. So it becomes a sales pitch because that's how trainers get paid. Yeah. But, uh, but no, machines are great. I mean, that's your great starting point. Yeah, like, you, I mean, and don't be fooled by, like, you were a high school athlete either. Yeah, and that no. was 30 years ago. Like, you're mm -hmm. not, you might still be a beginner. Yeah. You can become a beginner again. You don't yes. have to be a beginner once. Yep. So, like, don't, like, overestimate yourself. One half the time, if you did strength training in high school, you're doing a sport-specific yeah. training program. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, if you're starting again and you're in your, like, even if you're in your mid-20s and you're a high school athlete, you trying to go and do a power clean isn't going to, I mean, you're going to injure yourself day one. I can guarantee day it. Day one. You're so don't. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not what you're there to do. Maybe eventually, awesome, yes, go for it, but... Yeah, don't, yeah. Get, like, don't be realistic with yourself. Yeah, you can definitely get back there again know if that's something you want to do. We've talked about this before. But, um, I mean, yeah, use the trainers. The thing about trainers, I mean, some of them get their certifications online really quickly. The thing is, though, is they, they can teach you how to adjust a machine. You know, so ask them those questions. Yeah. How do I set the seat up the right way? Yeah. 
they're, they're just more familiar with how the machine works even too so yeah. you can use the trainers at the gym that's why they have the job there yeah treat it like you got a free session with the dietitian you would just pelt them with like questions yeah. to try and gain knowledge of it like if yeah. you've got an hour soak up what you can because mm-hmm. that's i mean it's going to be better than just like googling but honestly yep. you can find a lot of good stuff i mean if you just information is not the thing that's going to that should be keeping you from accomplishing a goal a, yeah like any goal yeah, really at this point yeah. with you know like if it was like the 1800s and you're like i want to get huge you're like you don't have like you got to find somebody that's huge mm-hmm. you know and ask him like that's not a problem here so like yeah. you know you should be able to find the program uh, and, and when you're at the machines they all have diagrams you know bullet points where yeah. you should feel it like mm-hmm. this should like don't be afraid to use them they're you know the intimidation factor can be real in gyms especially at this time of year yeah. but <clears throat> um you will pick it up. It, I mean, people dumber than you have figured out fitness, right? <laughs> yeah. For sure. Like, yep. it, I, that's always comforting to me when I like find something that I think is hard. I'm like, there's for sure somebody dumber than me mm-hmm. that has done this before. So yep. I can definitely do this. It's reassuring. You know? Yeah. 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 The other thing I would say is just write down your stuff. Whether if it's in a notebook or like a like actual you log your workout, yeah, log your workout, write it down, write what yeah. you did and the weight that you did it at. Especially the weights, yeah, because you don't have. I don't really write down weights anymore. I know what they are because yeah. they're so significant, as, yeah. you know. Um, but you, I mean, to if you've never picked up weights before and you're yeah. like, you might think you should squat the same as you should curl yeah. because you don't have uh-huh. this like relative. You know, mm-hmm. exercise. Yeah, so that, yeah. that's a good point. Right, you can that. use your notebook on your phone. You can use pen and paper. There's a but, million apps. Yeah, that'll do it there's for you. apps that will track it. But write it down because the goal, after a couple weeks, is to increase that weight. Yeah. So progress will become. Yeah. Ad- ad- addicting is probably the wrong word, but that will become your fuel. A motivator. Yeah, for no sure. doubt. Yeah, drive, drive factor. But write that'll it down. move before your body will change too. Yeah. Your, your strength will start to increase, increase before your body will start mm-hmm. to change. So that's and a, very quickly at the beginning. On. Very quickly at the beginning. The, the fastest of yeah. all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like right now, if you want to put ten pounds on your squat, like you got two months to try and exactly. do. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. Put ten pounds on your squat when you first start. That's like the next workout. Exactly. You can do that stuff. So. So yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. Utilize the tools around you. Don't be afraid to. Yeah to start small and, and go up from there. Don't let information be the barrier between yeah. what you want to accomplish and where you are. Exactly. Motivation today, people. Yeah. All that right. was pretty short, sweet, to the point. Let us know what other questions you have via IGs. I'm at Danny Duro. Adam is at UberFitIndy. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.